0: Girls, it's Christy Shoot here, and I'm here with my co-host Jess.
1: Yes, so excited to be here!
0: Yay, welcome (laughs) Jess! And we're so pumped to be doing another episode of the Rooted Girls Podcast. Thanks so much for listening today, and we're back. We took a little bit of a break, um, and it was such a good break, honestly, (laughs) to just refuel, recharge, pray about what's next. But we're happy to be back here with another episode—episode 19 of the Rooted Girls Podcast. I know it's crazy. So we're excited to be here, and um, our heart behind Rooted is to inspire and equip and empower girls to have who they are rooted in Christ. And we know there's so many things in the world that are showing you how to be, who to be like, how to act, how to dress, you know, Mm -hmm. everything, especially this day and age. And um, life becomes so much easier and simpler when we are rooted and we have our foundation
1: and our identity rooted in Christ. Amen. I love that, Christy. And I'm so excited and honored to be a part of this. Um, It's been a desire and a dream of mine to be involved in women's lives and just calling out that identity in women. And I think that that's what our goal and our desire for this podcast is and this ministry as a whole. Um, really to help women discover their God-given power, passion, and purpose. I love it. Their identity rooted (laughs) in Jesus. And that really does allow us to fully embrace the people that God made us to be Mm -hmm. and to use our gifts and our talents and our passions for God's kingdom and his glory. So it's exciting. It's exciting to be a part of this and to be able to be involved in calling out uh, women of all ages into their God-given purpose. And I'm especially excited because there's some great things coming that we're both yes for to sure into the works, yes. very excited about. And I think one of the big things is community. We want this, um, ministry to be, uh, to be a community of women that we can, uh, grow together, learn together, connect and journey together toward a deeper relationship with Jesus. I think that's really, really powerful and important. We've said it so many times throughout the
0: podcast and just at our conferences and different rooted events, but who you're surrounding yourself with, Mm. whatever season of life you're in, if you're in high school, college, young adult, even beyond that, stepping into motherhood. Yeah. Whoever you're surrounding yourselves with is so important and it really does influence which way you go in life. So yeah, yeah, like Jess mentioned, we're trying to create a community of women who are just on fire for the Lord, who Mm -hmm. have their identity rooted in Him, who really build each other up. And I think in this day and age, there's a lot of comparison, a lot of talking bad about each other behind Mm -hmm. each other's backs. There's combativeness, Mm -hmm. drama Mm -hmm. between women, which is really sad because that's not how it should be. That's not how our relationship's with each other should be. That's not how God designed it to be. Absolutely. So through Rooted, we want to have this community where we're bringing women and girls of any age Mm -hmm. together Mm -hmm. to seek after the Lord together and to encourage each other, to inspire each other, to build each other up. You know, that's what we're all about. So I love that. All that said, we're glad you guys are here. We're glad to be here. We're glad you're listening. And um, thanks for tuning into the podcast. We release a new episode the first Friday of every month. So this is our first one, like I mentioned earlier. In a while, we took a little bit of a break to like refuel and recharge and just recenter ourselves and to pray really about what was next for Rooted. And like Jess said, we're excited about all that's coming up in the coming months. And in this new year, it's 2021, yeah. which how did <laughs> that even happen? I, know. I don't know. It's oh. like we blinked and 2020 was here and yeah. gone. And yeah. now we're in a new year, but we're so excited for all that God has ahead of us. So thanks for tuning in. This podcast is for women of all ages. Like I mentioned a second ago, high school, college, young adult, beyond that, Mm -hmm. motherhood, grandmas. I don't know if we have any grandmas (laughs) listening, but we're glad you're here (laughs) and we're excited for what God's doing through Rooted. So in this podcast, we always start with a question and we kind of center our talk around different questions that women have asked us or that we just hear a lot in our conversations With women, So today we're talking about the question, how can I be a woman in leadership? Mm -hmm. And that is probably the most broad question out there. (laughs) It's a very broad topic. So we're actually (laughs) going to do two episodes on this. This is just part one, and then we'll do part two next month. So hopefully you'll come back for that. But this is such an important topic. I, I don't know about you, Jess, but I feel like I get asked a lot, I ask myself (laughs) sometimes a lot. Women Mm -hmm. in the church, just women Mm -hmm. all across the board, are asking themselves a lot like, how can I be a woman in everything a woman is supposed to be? Mm -hmm. But how can I also feel called to lead? Am Mm -hmm. I allowed to lead? Like, If I am allowed to lead, what's that look like? How do I do that And a God? honoring way there's just so many questions around this topic
1: there are and there's so many mixed messages For too sure. i mean the world tells us a lot of different stories but a lot of things we hear are women who embrace their their strengths and their gifts and their calling their leadership ability then that that's that looks a little bit concerning to a lot of the church world so there's a lot of mixed messages there's a lot of Um, questions surrounding women's roles in leadership. And I think the Bible, obviously our source of truth, has a lot of clarity on this Mm -hmm. if we choose to seek it out. And I love that God gives us some very basic but beautiful ways to understand his design. Mm-hmm. And once we know his design for us, we're able to live it out more fully. That's good.
0: So I just kind of want to kick off this topic um, with something Jess and I were actually talking about over lunch mm-hmm. the other day. And and then we were talking and we're like, we need to do an episode yeah. on this. <laughs> um, so it goes along with women in leadership. But I think a lot of times in this day and age, especially, um, women are told they can only be one of two things. Right. Like they can't, they either take the path of like career, mm-hmm. like falling after your purpose, leadership, you know, working your way up the ladder, whatever that looks like, whatever job you're in, right. they can do that. That's one thing. Or they can be more the caretaker role where they stay home. They raise kids. Mm-hmm. They just pretty much are a caretaker and take care of their house, their kids, their family, yeah. their husband works. They don't have the career. They don't, do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think in this day and age, it's like you can only do one or the other. Right. And women are like, okay. I mean, I'm saying women are like, but really me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I mean, obviously like one of my biggest desires and dreams is to be that caretaker, to be a mom, to have a godly marriage, to raise godly children, to mm-hmm. care and to take care of my family. That's like mm-hmm. one of my greatest dreams and desires. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. I feel like, like God has called me to lead and God has put a ministry. He's a birth of ministry inside of me. He's put big ministry dreams on my heart and things like I feel like I'm supposed to go out and do and accomplish um, for his purpose and to make his name great. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times women are told that's awesome. You have those dreams, but then you can't do the caretaker side. You can't do both. It's one or the other. It's one or the other, which I just want to clear up and kind of debunk that myth or that rumor that it has to be one or the other. Cause Mm -hmm. I look at that and I say like, you know what? I feel co- fully called to do both. Absolutely. And I'm going to do both mm-hmm. <laughs> to the best of my ability. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm single right now, and not not to the point in life where I'm married or kids yet. But I do plan on continuing ministry dreams and what I feel like God has purposed and put me on this earth to do, yeah. and raise a family, and mm-hmm. be a loving wife, and have kids that are yeah. growing up to know the Lord and yes. things. So. I really do think God has a purpose for everybody, Mm. men, women, children, grandmas, if you're listening, (laughs) you know, he has a purpose for everybody, Um, but we shouldn't just put ourselves in a box. Mm. Like I think we, that myth that I'm talking about, that woman can only be one of two things. I think the world kind of says that. So Mm. we start to believe that lie and we put that upon ourselves Right? okay, like I want to do those things for God or I want to have that type of career but But I also want a family right and how am I going to do both like the world says I can't do both yeah But the Bible says, and the word of God says, be all that God has called you to be and trust in his plans and his
1: purposes for your life. So I truly believe that you can do both. Yeah, I love that. And I agree. I think that when we put things so much in a box, we Mm -hmm. put God in a box, essentially, um, that really limits us. And again, it all goes back to like, what do we believe? You know, I mean, again, if the world's going to tell us one thing and we're going to follow that, then that's going to affect the way we live our lives. But if we go to God and we go to the word to say, what do I believe about myself? self as a woman, about my purpose as a woman, that's going to change, obviously, the way we choose to live. So one of these areas that I find absolutely fascinating is in the very beginning of the Bible in Genesis, where God creates woman and, you know, he gives women purpose yeah. from that the very beginning, the first woman, Eve. And um, one of the awesome things that I recently learned about this is when we dig a little deeper... The word God used in the Bible for the woman was "helper" or "helpmeet," mm-hmm. and the Hebrew of that is actually really interesting. The the Hebrew of "helpmeet" is "ezer konegdo," oh. and I'm gonna we're gonna put that on our social <laughs> yeah. and all of that so you guys can look that up and get into that a little bit more. But the the Hebrew of it gives us a little more clarity, I think, on our role as women. And so the "ezer" part, the first part of that word, means a strong type of help referred in a military context, a lot of times in mm-hmm. the word. And it also refers to God as our helper in the Old Testament of the Bible. So that word ezer, which is part of us as women, is a really strong word. It, it puts a lot more emphasis on the strength and power behind women yeah. that God intended for us. So when again, when we think about, oh, a role as a mother or a wife versus a role in leadership, we think of one as having a lot of strength and power and the other as, as kind of being this more subdued kind of a lifestyle mm-hmm. as a mom and a wife. But God intended for us to be help meets that have strength and power. That's good. And the other part of that word, connecto, that means fit for. So you put those words together, you've got strength and fit for. So the two together really indicate power and strength fit for a man. So wow. it doesn't mean that we were created for man. It doesn't mean that our only purpose is a mother and a wife because that's what God did in the in the garden. That was his design. It means that we have a power and a strength that corresponds, that coincides with men. We are to be partners mm-hmm. and work together and that that could very well be a marriage relationship for a lot of us. Um, Or it could, again, be a leadership situation where we alongside men are leading and guiding others into their walk with Christ. And again, I don't believe either that it's one or the other. We can do both. Um, It may mean they look a little different. You know, being a mother and a wife and a leader might look a little different than someone who's single and a leader. Right. But we both, we have both options. We have both capabilities and God designed us that way. With that strength, with that power, with that ability to lead and Mm. to be strong as women.
0: That's so good. And I just want to encourage everybody listening to seek out what God's purpose is for your life because it might look different than the girls next to you. Absolutely. Like, for example, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I really do just feel, I feel called to be a mom Mm. and to be a stay at home mom and to pour into my kids and that's my ministry. I 100% agree with you. And I don't think there's any really greater ministry opportunity than pouring into your own kids at home and raising them up to know the Lord. I had a mom, I have a mom, (laughs) still around, but my amazing mom who was a stay at home mom. And she, I have two sisters. She poured into us. And Mm -hmm. I always say the reason I am who I am today. And the reason I have my strong foundation and Mm -hmm. relationship with the Lord is because of my mom and the example she set and the things she taught us. So that is an incredible gift right Mm -hmm. there. If you feel like, well, I do feel called to be a mom and that's what I feel like God's purposed me to do. That's amazing. If you're listening to this and you feel like, well, honestly, I don't know if I'm supposed to have kids. That's amazing too. I mean, like I said, seek out your purpose in what you feel like God wants you to do and fall after that. Don't ever just feel like, well, I have to have kids because that's just right. what most women do. Right. You know, we get married, that's just the natural next step is to have children. You know, if you don't feel called to have children, don't do it just because everybody else is doing it. Absolutely. So, that's what I love about the body of Christ is God gives us all unique callings, mm-hmm. unique giftings, unique different paths of life that mm-hmm. we're supposed to walk in. Mm-hmm. And that's where it gets muddy. Yeah. <laughs> is if you look at the woman next to you, yes. the girl next to you and you say, "Well, She's been married for three years, and she's starting to have kids. I need to start having kids. But you might not feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. So I think everybody just needs to seek God's will for their life and say, God, what do you have for my life? And it's hard to obey, but choose to say, yes, God, I will obey. I will follow after what you have Mm. for my life. Not the person down the street's life, not my best friend's life, not my sister's life. Mm. I'm going to seek out what you have for my life, and I'm going to boldly and passionately
1: Follow that with everything I have within me. That's so good. And it goes back to what you said in the beginning, that comparison thing. Mm -hmm. If we're comparing our lives to someone else's or to some standard, again, that God doesn't set for us, but the world does, that we're supposed to have kids or we're supposed to go after a career, whatever we're comparing ourselves to, that is going to, again, affect the way we live our lives mm. and the way we view ourselves. And we have to go back to what God says to be true. Yes. We have to go back to him and, like you said, seek him for that direction and guidance. And, Christy, you've always inspired me in that you have an incredible story and testimony about how you seek the Lord for your life and what God did because of that. So would you say Aww. that a bit? Yes, I was yeah. going
0: to transition there myself. <laughs> so, like I said, God has, like, a purpose – for all of our lives. And to be honest and just fully transparent and a little bit vulnerable on this podcast, I, I felt called to be a leader, especially in the church and in ministry, since I was very young, six years old to be exact. And um, so growing up, I always had these dreams of what God might do through me, what God's called me to do. I was always thinking about what's next for my life, all these things. So I've always had a huge desire to be a woman leading in the church or a woman in leadership. Honestly, leadership is like my most favorite topic to talk about, mm-hmm. read about, study about. I love that. And sometimes, like I said, being vulnerable here, the enemy will come in mm-hmm. and he will say, Well that's great. You're being a leader and you're you're striving to do these things for the kingdom of God, but it's a little bit much. Yeah. Or like I mentioned before, I'm still I'm single, 27 years old, and sometimes the enemy will come in and say like, I mean you can keep doing that stuff. Like you can keep leading a ministry even like leading Rooted Girls Ministry. Um, If you guys have been listening to the podcast or if you know me at all personally, you know I um, get the privilege of running a ministry called Kingdom Kids Homes that does missions work. You know, the enemy will say, you can keep doing that stuff, but you're never going to find a man because you're leading, Mm -hmm. you're doing all this stuff, and they're going to be intimidated Mm -hmm. when you know they see you and they hear that you're doing all this stuff. They're going to be intimidated. So you can keep doing the leadership, you know, leading things for Jesus type of role, but you're never going to get the other side, which you mentioned in the beginning, like you have to be one or the other, a leader, or you have to take on the wife, the mother role, where I said, I really feel like I'm called to do both. Mm -hmm. So the enemy will lie to me and say, you know, you can keep doing the leading the ministry role, but you're never going to get the other side because that's a lot for a guy to Mm -hmm. handle. That's a lot for a man to be with. Right. Which sometimes, to be honest with you. I'm tempted to listen to those lies and to be like, oh, you're right. Like, mm-hmm. I should probably scale back. Or I should probably stop dreaming up these things that probably is going to be intimidating to somebody. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should scale back. But I want to encourage you girls, and I'm believing this in faith for myself, Mm -hmm. the right person for you will not be intimidated by you falling after the dreams that God has put on your heart or you being a woman in leadership. The right person for you won't be intimidated, but he will be inspired Mm -hmm. by it. He will be encouraged by it. And he will feel, as he sees you living your life, Mm -hmm. being a leader for Christ, he will say, man, like that inspires me to seek God more. That inspires me to get on my knees and pray, hmm, what could God use me to do? Or what could God do through my life? So I'm speaking this to myself right now, but hopefully I'm also encouraging somebody else. Mm. But don't ever scale back or think like, man, I'm too much. I need to quit going after these dreams God has put on my heart. I need to quit signing up to lead these things or saying yes to lead these things because I'm not going to get that godly marriage I want one day Mm -hmm. if I keep doing all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Because the right person, the person God has for you, Mm -hmm. is not going to be intimidated, but rather, he'll be inspired and think, man, I need to get on her level. Or I need to keep running after the things God has for me, too, as he sees you running after yours. So as Jess mentioned, that's kind of part of my story. When I was in college, God put on my heart to start that ministry I mentioned that does work in Haiti called Kingdom Kids Homes. And put this big dream on my heart to start an orphanage Mm for kids in Haiti and while I was young and in college. And that's a whole nother story. But I had no clue how to even do something like that. But I said yes. And I slowly was like, all right, God, you got to open the right doors if this is something you want me to do. So I said yes. But then I thought like, okay, I can't wait to do that. But first I have to meet my husband Mm. because once I meet him, we're going to be like the next John and Lisa Bevere. Right. (laughs) And we'll do it together. And we'll start this ministry that does missions work. And other countries and we'll start this orphanage together and um, I cannot wait honestly to get that all started because I feel so passionate about it I know beyond the shadow of a doubt this is what God's called me to do this is my purpose and I cannot wait to start going after it but I I gotta find that helpmate so that husband that that guy first and then we can do it together and man so I just gotta work on finding the guy it's Mm -hmm. kind of what I was thinking because I can't wait to go after all these things God has put on my heart to do Mm -hmm. And so I was actually on a missions trip my freshman year of college in Haiti back in 2012, so it's been a while now, and we were having a prayer night with our missions team. And nobody really knew, but I felt like God was calling me to start an orphanage in Haiti, and I was there on that trip to kind of just have God confirm in my heart that this is what He wanted me to do. Mm -hmm. And um, we were having a prayer night with the team, and our team leader was like, if God gives you a word for somebody, go and pray with them. And things like that. So um, God told me to go pray with this girl, Hannah, who I was not really close with, to be honest. Like we got along, of course, fine, but we weren't like close friends. She had no idea that God had put this dream in my heart to start Mm -hmm. this ministry and this orphanage and things. So I went over to her and I had no idea what I was supposed to pray for her for, but God just told me to go pray for her. So I just started praying for her. And when I was done, she said, Christy, it's so crazy that you came over to pray with me because this whole time we've been sitting here, God's been giving me so much So many things to tell you. Mm -hmm. So she kind of said, and like I said, she had no idea about this dream of this ministry and this orphanage. I felt like God was calling me to start in college, that I felt like I needed a a man. Mm -hmm. I had to wait for a man to start it. And um, she just started saying, you know, I feel like Jeremiah 1's your chapter. And God's saying, do not be afraid of this big dream and call that he's put on your heart and that you're not too young, but to boldly start going after it. And she just started encouraging me, and I was in shock. (laughs) Because I was like, wow, it's like she read my diary. (laughs) How does she know? (laughs) She read all my journals. I'm like, how does she know, like, all these things God has been speaking to me? It's clearly God. But she started saying all that, so I was like, wow, this is amazing. And then she said, oh, one more thing. When she was almost done, she said, one more thing, Christy. I feel like God's just also been saying to me, you do not need a man to start going after the dream that God's put on your heart. Oh. He's given you the vision. He's given you the tools. He's given you the dream and the passion in your heart. Wow. You don't need to wait for a man. You need to start going after it now. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we were close friends. I never talked to her about the orphanage, how I felt like right. I needed to wait for a guy to get started, all these things. So I was absolutely floored in. Only God, you know, yeah. it was speaking to Hannah, who was speaking to me, and thank God she was obedient. But after that night, that completely changed my perspective on everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not putting down guys whatsoever, and I'm not saying, like, I don't want to be married one day, because I, like I said, share in the beginning, I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm so thankful that I did not just sit back. It'd wait for God to bring the right person right. into my life before I started to pursue mm-hmm. the call of God in my life, mm-hmm. because I'd still be waiting. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I just want to encourage you guys, you, maybe God is calling you to do something and you're just nervous to take that first step or nervous to step into that purpose mm-hmm. or that leadership spot that mm-hmm. you feel pulled, like God's pulling you into. And you're like, I, I don't know if I can do it alone or I'm, I'm still single though. I have to wait. Um, you don't have to wait. Absolutely. And I'm so thankful I didn't wait because yeah. Kingdom Kids has been going for six years now. And yeah. wow. through the grace of God, we've been able to do so much and impact so many lives. And mm-hmm. the enemy would have loved for mm-hmm. me to just sit around on my couch and wait yes. for the right guy because I'd That's still true. be waiting. And I mm-hmm. can't wait for that person to come into my life. And I'm not putting down guys in any way, shape, or form. Right. They're awesome. You know, God created them, they're amazing. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, don't feel like as a woman, I can't step into my purpose or I can't start leading. I can't yes. go after the passions God's put on my heart because I'm single yes. or I don't have a guy by my side. I'm right. proof that you can. And it is the
1: most fun ride of your life yeah. when you do so true. I love, love, love that. I love that you were so ready and willing to listen to God and, and know that again, your purpose, your role as a, as a woman is not dependent on, on a man or on anybody else's call. It's specific to you. And just so you guys know, Christy is incredible. She is a a gem, (laughs) but (laughs) but the Bible is full of women examples of this awesome, like ability to hear God and to follow through. And just to name a few of my favorites, um, Esther, mm, I we can yes. all agree, very important example of just Courage and the willingness to step out in the midst of fear and to do things that a woman should not have done she had no right telling mm-hmm. the telling the king what to do you can find her story in the book of esther there's also deborah who's becoming oh, a yeah. very big favorite of mine her her uh, stories in judges and her story is incredible she was actually married but she had a leadership role and she was actually a warrior a fighter, mm-hmm. and her story is incredible. Another example of a woman who was unafraid to go after her calling and her purpose, regardless of whether or not it was acceptable per se. Yeah. She was a leader. She was a she was a strong woman. And then finally, another favorite of mine, Mary Magdalene in the New Testament. Oh, yeah. She was a follower of Jesus. That's she right. She was one of Jesus' core people. Like we know about the twelve disciples, all men. But Mary Magdalene was right there. That's she was good. following Jesus wholeheartedly. Left her life and did. And again, this was wouldn't have been a permitted or allowed or looked, it would have been looked down upon by the people of that day, but she chose a life after Jesus. And again, these are just a few examples of women of the Bible. There's so many more, and hopefully we'll get to talk about those more, but um, I just want to encourage everybody again, that to go after something that you feel as a woman, you shouldn't do, or you've been told maybe like, that's not something that you can do. You're a woman. Mm, Yeah. Um, Again, Christy, these women of the Bible that we have plenty of examples of women who chose a path after God's purpose for their lives, regardless of what the world said, because they knew what God was saying and they knew who they were. Their identity was based in God, not in the world's you know, version of what a woman should be.
0: That's yeah. so good. That's so good. Yeah, I love that you pointed out all the women in the Bible. And mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys can think in your own lives too, just women who are around you that mm-hmm. aren't, fully pursuing their purpose and what God's called them to do and who yeah. are leading and yeah. who are doing an amazing job at it. So we encourage you guys to get with those people. And yeah. if you have questions, you know, just ask like how do you how do you stay strong and lead when people are saying this or when this is working against you and that is the beauty of community and as we mentioned in the beginning that's why we do this this podcast and rooted girls ministry is because women are so much better I know it sounds cliche but when we come together we really are and we can strengthen each other and lift each other's Arms up and say, yeah. hey, you you thought that? I, I thought that, too. Like, I'm yes. so glad I'm not alone. Or the enemy was lying to you about that? Like, yes. oh, he told me the same thing, too. You know? And we can really just strengthen each
1: other and be a resource, really, mm-hmm. for each other. So. Yeah. And that counters that comparison culture we live in. Yeah. Instead of looking at other women and comparing and... Um, bringing each other down or anything like that let's be a community who as believers in Jesus as followers of Jesus builds each other up encourages one another and empowers one yeah. another to go after what God's calling us to do whatever that looks like and we can do that in a variety of means mm-hmm. I think getting together with some women that we know yeah. older, or younger um, and discussing like hey what did you do? How did you go after that dream? Or what did you do in this situation? Having those conversations, um, and also just opening up about things in our own lives that again, we're all struggling with. How do I follow my passion? What is my passion? We all have those questions. So we encourage you to ask those questions, have those conversations, and we are an available resource for that purpose as well. Our socials will be putting out um, opportunities to answer questions, to connect with other women. Mm. You can DM us, follow us, We'd love to hear from you and to discuss these topics some more. For sure. Love
0: it. So Mm -hmm. as we start to kind of wrap up our thoughts here, um, I just wanted to share with you guys. I know we're just scratching the surface of this topic of women in leadership and hopefully a little bit of our talk today helped you guys out. This was kind of just meant to be an introduction to this whole concept of being a woman in leadership. But I just want to leave you guys with a little bit of encouragement as we do wrap up. And I know Jess probably has some final thoughts and encouragement to share too, but seek out God's purpose for your life. That is the number one thing you could probably do right now. Maybe you're in a season where you're like, I want to lead, but I'm not even sure what that looks like. I'm not even sure what I should do. I want to make a difference for the kingdom of God with everything within me, but I'm not sure where to even start. Then just spend time with Jesus. Just get on your face. You know, get on your knees before Him and say, God, you see my heart. You see that I want you to use me to do incredible things for your kingdom. Like, what does that look like? Give me vision. Give me dreams. Just download ideas in my heart and show me just what you have for me. That's honestly the best place that you could start. And a lot of girls ask me questions like, how did you know that God was calling you to do this? Or it came from spending hours upon hours (laughs) and time upon time alone, just seeking God and seeking his will for my life. And I always say, you got to be careful what you pray for and (laughs) what you ask God for, because he will show you and he will tell you when you seek him. So seek out first God's purpose for your life and go after it obey him despite what season of life you're in mm-hmm. despite your gender despite your age mm-hmm. you know despite all those things that could maybe be working against you or things that could people might say like yeah that sounds great but you're young or mm-hmm. you're a woman you you're not really supposed to be right. leading something like that you right. know aren't you a little old to be doing that mm-hmm. kind of work still mm-hmm. all those lies or those things people would say about you push those to the side and pursue the voice of the Lord above all those other voices. Listen to His voice above the rest. So find out, seek out what God has for you. Go after it despite your season. And if it looks like a position of leadership Mm -hmm. and God's calling you to be a woman who who stands up and leads Mm -hmm. things for Him, you know, maybe it's a Bible study. Maybe Mm -hmm. it is a ministry, maybe mm-hmm. it's just leading in your school. Yeah. You know, stepping into a leadership role in your school. Maybe it's starting a group for moms who right. are also in the same season of life as you. Right. Whatever it looks like, I encourage you to first seek God and find out what that is. Yes. And then to say yes and to go after it with everything within you despite challenges, despite mm-hmm. lies, despite mm-hmm. doubts from people, but to seek after god and go after what he's calling you to
1: do mm-hmm. and nothing makes god more glad than that yes. than you being obedient that is so true what a great point point! and to add to that um matthew 6 verse 33 really to sum that up says but seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you so really it's that seeking it's like you said in that place of intimacy with god that we find out who we are and what he has for us and then we go out and do it and God adds to us. He mm-hmm. gives us those desires of our heart. He shows us those things that he wants us to see. And again, that only happens in a place of closeness with God yeah. so that we can know who we are and and live that out from a place of being, again, rooted in our identity in Jesus.
0: I love it. Yeah. So good. Wow, our time always goes so it fast. <laughs> and I know me and Jess could talk about yes. this topic forever. So that's why we're doing a part two. Absolutely. So part two will be out the first Friday in March. So like I said, we release a new episode of the Rooted Girls podcast every first Friday of the month. So we hope you enjoyed this one. We'll hope you'll listen to that one. In that one, we're just going to keep going deeper into this topic of women in leadership. We're going to talk a little bit more about on um, the topic of submission, mm-hmm. what the Bible says more directly about Women in leadership mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So we're going to get a little bit deeper into this topic of women in leadership. And so we're excited. We can't yes. wait. It's yes. going to be good. So again, girls, um, thanks so much for listening. Jess mentioned this, but we're totally here. If you guys have any questions, comments, you can DM us on you know, social medias. Message us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. DM us on Instagram. Rudagirls.org. You can contact us mm-hmm. via email through the
1: website website. We would love to just be a resource and encouragement to you guys. Absolutely. We're so excited to develop this community of women who really just, again, are fully, completely hard after God and live their purpose out through it. So we're excited to have you all. Thanks That's for right. We love you girls. <laughs> Thanks right. for
0: listening. Bye. Bye.